Check it, you are now tuned in to Fish at the Water, where comedians learn from forerunners and give honor. Tweety and Jeremiah mix it up like honor bombers, making sure everybody leaves educated like scholars. This is Fish Shadow Water. This is Fish Shadow Water. Hey guys, welcome to Fish Out of Water. I am Jeremiah. And I'm Ryan. And uh, today we have a very special guest who I'm sure most of you know. Uh, he's an actor, a performer, and a teacher at UCB. He's from The Smokes and The Swarm. Uh, you can also check out his workshop page on Facebook. It's called Billy Merritt's Improv Workshop. Can uh, you we guess gave it? Away. Yeah, we gave, we gave it away. It away. Yeah, I tried me. to hide it as long as I could. Yes, that's me, Sarah Classical. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's up, yeah. Billy? How you doing, hey, man? Good. Nice to meet you guys. Yeah, nice, nice to meet you. Man. Hey, go Gators. Go Gators, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to let it go. <laughs> you know what? I'm so happy because we, we've had other people on the podcast who are other sports fans. Yeah. No one gives a shit about UF. Of or, course not. You know, we're just yeah. down in the South. We're a bunch of dummies. Yeah. But Are there any, have you had anybody from Nebraska on? Um, yeah, we yeah. had Bob Wiltfong. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's oh, yeah, a you know Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, a Husker. Yeah. Uh, I think that... Oh, no, Joe Canale. Joe Canale. We had and, a, and Mike Canale. Mike Canale, yep. Oh, the Canale boys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, how do you feel about Iowa? Iowa? Yeah. I have no thoughts whatsoever. Okay, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> that's where your anger is, though, right? Yeah, mine In is... Nebraska, you hate Iowa. Uh, University of Florida, we hate FSU, yep. LSU, yep. Georgia, yep. Tennessee, yep. Alabama. Oh, so you hate yep. every SEC school? Well, they all hate us, yeah. so we hate them. Yeah. But how, how, about, how do you feel about Alabama, though? I fucking hate Alabama. Oh, they're the worst people in the world. Okay, yeah. I agree. <laughs> have you ever... There's an Instagram... This is, like, totally off topic. No, let's just change it right yeah, now. Yeah, so there's a there's an Instagram page um, that's just dedicated to Alabama football players and their cars. Oh no! Because it's all and it's just like kids with like the same car. Yeah. Because there's a booster that clearly owns a Charger dealership. Oh. And so and donates donates the vehicle. Yeah, which yeah. is super illegal. And how they, do they get away with that? They probably get, like lease. You're allowed to like drive. Oh it, yeah, but he yeah. Still owns it. You know. I'm sure yeah. it's something like yeah. that. You know, they get a job at like the car dealership, and then they yes. get a car. But you can't have a job, so they can't do that. You no, but okay. So one of my oh, good, you played football. Yeah, but I wasn't. Florida. I wasn't like the good. Yeah, you know, I was a walk on. So yeah. didn't you catch a football from Tim Tebow? No, he always says this. It never <laughs> happened. Um, but I had a buddy of mine who played for University of Miami, and he was a legit defensive end, like won a national championship. Matt Walters is his name. Who's not listening? But anyways, what, yeah, say, what year? Uh, ninety whatever nine or ninety seven. Two thousand one. Two thousand one against like Nebraska. Sure. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and he um he would always talk about all the stories where like yeah they'd give them internships or like uh, what are they called like you get class credit sure sure you go and learn business but all they do is they show up to whatever business it was like a car dealership just screw around fuck about yeah yeah and then get they get some like stipend and they get a class credit for it and stuff. i had that i i was given that job i uh, uh i was not a walk-on but i lied about being a walk-on <laughs> uh, i was on the practice squad oh that's yeah. what i said back yeah. in Oh god, eighty something. Oh wow, uh, new wave. It was the new wave years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I got a job at a pizza place where I did nothing. Oh wow! Uh, and then when I found out I wasn't playing, then I had to work. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Was it Leonardo's was, Pizza? Leonardo's. Oh, that's great. I uh, love Leonardo's Pizza. Oh, Do you man. like Satchel's Pizza? Have you ever been to Satchel's? I've never been. I think it was after me. Satchel's yeah. is dope. 
There's so many good. I, I miss Gainesville so much. How often do you go back? You know what? I went back, oddly enough, last year for an improv festival. Oh, wow. Uh, that I really forced myself into. <laughs> I don't want to be there. Oh, well, we don't usually. Thanks. I'm coming. <laughs> uh, uh, Is this, what's the name of the? Imp- it's called the Gainesville Improv Festival, the GIF or GIF. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. And I know people from Miami and West Palm. That's kind of, if I go down, my mom lives in West Palm now, so I go okay. down there. Yeah. If I teach, I'll teach down there. They said they did it up there, so I went. It was great. There's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of good interest. Yeah. There's uh before when I went to UF, there was not improv. Uh, mm-hmm. now there's a theater strike force. Strike force, yeah. yeah. I know, I wasn't a part of improv when yeah. I went to UF at you all. You didn't have to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, my my improv uh, beginnings came much later, but yeah, yeah I knew I know a couple people who start or went to strike. It was fun. Strike. I mean, I it's so fun to see. I've been at this for twenty years now and how it's grown omaha uh yeah. the omaha backline improv dylan. festival do dylan you, was so, fantastic yeah do you do you remember coaching me and dylan on and a yeah. two-man show in my apartment yeah yeah i do remember that and there was a husker flag up yeah husker is a husker. Yeah. yeah husker flag up yeah. and yeah that was the so yeah, that was me and Dylan were used to be roommates, and now he runs that theater out in Omaha. I think he's done a great. I mean, that's a great example of this style, long form improv and writing, uh, has taken over the world. Yeah, uh, I think two, maybe three years ago, I just said, uh, you know, when I just I've said I'll say yes to any improv, any podcast, even your guys. Uh, <laughs> by the way, you're the first one on this uh, trip oh, on this great. journey. That's so awesome. Thank you. Great, thank you. Uh, uh, I said the same thing to I will go anywhere to coach uh long for just pay for my flight and make sure i can fit in a plane uh and go and he was the first one to take me out to the omaha improv festival and uh the back line it's just so wonderful to see and Mm -hmm. it proves that this is more than just a like an art form for hollywood it's like a community thing and it's all over the place which has allowed me to travel all over the place yeah it's really blowing up i mean like you can't go anywhere anymore without seeing i mean once it starts making pop culture references in tv shows you know that it's yeah if my dad's heard of it he's 77 years old yeah he when he grew up there was no uh running water or electricity and he (laughs) knows what improv is well for the longest time you'd have to tell your parents or your grandparents well have you seen whose line is it anyways right it's kind of like that but not Right. Yeah, it's now like that without the get it. Yeah. without the singing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're singing sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. sometimes. Yeah. All right, Jeremiah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm the guy who constantly is just, no. You <laughs> <laughs> could sing a song. I take, the first, wrong with that. I take the first rule of improv and I just say, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you um, started at UCB yeah. in New York, yeah? Yeah. Uh, I was actually, I started down actually uh, not at Gainesville. Oh, okay. uh, nothing to do with theater whatsoever there but in west palm beach uh there's a lot of i guess it's the blue hairs the old people love their plays Mm -hmm. uh so there were theaters there their skits their bits yeah uh so i first started down there and i think i think i did a lot of sketch writing down there we did a fresh show me and uh michael delaney do you know who michael delaney is yes uh he's like the old man improv of new york as i am here Okay. He is to me there. We were friends in West Palm Beach. That's where we met at theater at the Duncan School, which is a, a theater attached to Palm Beach State College. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and we both discovered that we both like weed. Okay. And we both love SCTV. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, and then from that, we were taking theater classes. We kind of formed our own group, and we did 
horrible short form improv <laughs> in our first sketches that we did. And we did we did a new sketch show every single week. Oh wow. Uh, we wrote sketches every single week because we knew no better. Uh, but our first sketches were literally stolen from the SC uh, Second City Torco, right? Because uh, uh, we didn't know any better. You know, we were like, "Hey, that sketch was funny. We should do it." Yeah. Oh wow! You're supposed to write your own. So you actually uh, didn't verbatim. Pretty much, like we saw them, and yeah, you know, we yeah. got the bit, what was funny about that sketch, and we took it and uh, used it. Oh, that's funny. Uh, which was hilarious. Is there was one sketch. Probably everybody knows. It just starts as two people sitting on stage, and they, you don't know what's going on. And one person on the uh, right hand side is it right hand side. Yeah, on the right hand side goes, "Hey, Dale, Dale, Dale," and the guy on the left is just sleeping. Dale, 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 <laughs> Dale, Dale, for about three minutes. As long as you can hold <laughs> it, you just keep going, Dale. Then you finally push him and goes, "What?" And then you go, "Look, uh, look." And he grabs a car wheel. Uh, so you were in a car the whole time is the bit. Right. Uh, and that was our great sketch that we stole uh, from SM. But then we heard high school students were doing that sketch at parties. So because they were stealing it from us. So oh. it was like. It, it, You're passing it along. Passing yeah. It along. yeah. Old school. How often did the sketches that you recreated, like you didn't get the response that you thought you would? You know, after watching the show, because it was stuff you liked the most, right? Oh, you mean like the S, uh, the S second TV. city stuff? Yeah, most of that stuff was it was we got a decent, you know, reaction, right? Uh, our shows were Sunday at 11 <laughs> at night, so okay. our, we had like five or six people in the audience. Mm -hmm. Then, once it started to get going, we were doing our own work. Mm -hmm. Uh, we had set characters, uh, that we thought, uh, anytime that character came out, the audience would go, Woo! that guy or, or yeah. something like that yeah. uh and we were kind of leaning more into the improv now so mm -hmm. instead of doing a whole bunch of sketches we would do uh it was short form game so short form game uh sketch short form game sketch but even then we created our own language of sketch mm -hmm. like there was uh runners or donuts we called them donuts which would be a series of three sketches throughout the whole oh yeah show that you kept going coming back to oh, wow. epics which would be just long ass sketches that would uh take up too much time and part of the hilariousness is a, this is a long sketch. <laughs> uh uh i can't forget blackouts are the hardest things to write yeah i think that's why we kept going back to the dale sketch because those are hard those are the out of anything to write that's the pain in the ass yeah is can you get a 60 second thing up there mm -hmm. at least yeah written. yeah yeah that's uh, a that's the hardest for me to write too because i always feel like when they do it like in classes, I was like, okay, this is the week we do blackout sketches. So bring yeah. in three blackouts. That's, and like, that's the most we ever really spend on working that muscle. Unless you yeah. do it on your own. I'm sure there's plenty of people who do it on their own. But. Yeah. Yeah. I think blackout sketches are the noblest creature in the sketch writing forest. You guys want <laughs> to write that down? You, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We record. Type, type that. <laughs> <laughs> it's on audio. So I'll type it later. We'll send it to a person who dictates. All this yeah. Stuff after. Uh, that's, that's kind of funny because. I rarely see blackouts. I go to a lot of shows and yeah. I don't see a ton of yeah. blackouts, you know. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know do people write them or is are they just difficult? I don't know which one I, I mean, who sits down to go, I am going to write a 30-second comedy bit. Yeah. Well, there's Blackout naturally. Drunk, which is a show it used to be at the clubhouse. Now I think they do it at IO. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A so cozy a show in New York that did that. They did 60 second or 60 minutes, 60 scenes in 60 minutes. Uh, and people would have to come in with one minute bits. That's hard. That's, That's hard. hard. That's odd. Yeah. I have a tough time keeping my sketches on four pages. 
and people are like, you need him in three. I'm like, three? Well, so that equals three minutes? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, less is more to me. Yeah. Because I overwrite all the time. Mm-hmm. And the most painful thing is rewriting anything. Because once you start omitting this, then it's, if that, then what else can I omit? Yeah. Or like your yeah. favorite joke. I hate when you have to cut your favorite joke. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it just doesn't add anything other than yeah. like. Yeah. I'm in the middle of the second draft of a book I'm writing, and it's I've changed the entire book. <laughs> it's like this is not a this is not a second draft. This is a new book. What's know? the What's it like trying to sit? Because that's like got to be such a different brain muscle. Uh, it's like an endurance, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you got to think ahead. Yeah, yeah. Like more than two it's pages. A, you know, I, I for well, this is it's about improv, so it's more a matter of thought. The structure that I originally set was I have a series of tweets about improv that I always put out mm-hmm. called improv tips and they're all bad tips. I've, the, I've seen them on Facebook and stuff. Understand those are bad tips. Yeah. I think the last one was just so your scene partner knows that they're hearing you sigh. So, <laughs> just give me a line. Um, uh, hey, look at that car over there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's how you should improvise, right? Uh, and that lets them know that they're being heard. Uh, you know, yeah. Obviously, you don't do that because that makes you you felt bad there, didn't you? Yeah, when I feel I like you that? hated my line. Sorry, I want to <laughs> see the person who's taking this as gospel. <laughs> I've I've had them in class, uh, uh, <laughs> and I will have them in class, and that's okay. That's where I get my inspiration from. Yeah. So the idea behind the book is I'm a uh, I'm a supposedly a fictional teacher who thinks these are the greatest ways to audition and perform uh so i wrote out the book as this and it's me uh right. just a blowhard version of a bigger blowhard version of me and then as i re read it i'm just going no this isn't me this isn't even a version this isn't funny right you know and then the rewrite is like all right a little bit more serious we all know this is tongue-in-cheek it's okay I, they know that i know that it's tongue-in-cheek right does that make sense yeah yeah so the big change in the book now is is am i a fictional blowhard character reading the greatest tips of acting or am i me giving out these funny tips but really telling the real truth right so those are two completely different yeah books. very very different yeah, yeah. uh uh and i hate writing so oh okay. uh, that makes it hard isn't that weird yeah. yeah do you ever find yourself uh do you ever get like moments where you love to write or do you just, is it just always feel like, yeah, it? once I start get into a tear, then I can't stop. Yeah. You know, then I get excited, you know, and it's my whole life is finding the right. How do I get into that? It's not at home. Uh, it's not yeah. at this restaurant. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Uh, I've been lately getting into it. Uh, like I'm on a, Right now, it's in the afternoon. Does it matter? Do people think we're here at night or anything? Um, they think. I think they believe it's alive when they listen to it. Oh, every time. They? every yeah. time they listen to it, they think it's alive. So I'll talk slower. Again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so um, I have a class this morning. I have a class tonight. So I have a four-hour break in between. I have the same thing tomorrow. So that four hours is writing time. Mm. And I stay at UCB, get one of the office or what somewhere in there private and just start writing. Mm. And then if I can get into a tear, then I just don't want to stop. Yeah. But the majority of my effort is trying to get into that tear. You're trying to convince uh, yourself that it's okay to yeah. smoke a joint and then try to write? Well, I've not heard of that. I'm, is that what you do? <laughs> no, I cannot. That's a gra- oh, okay. No. I, no, I'm listening. No, I'll I, take, you, I, I cannot. From you. I, uh, I used to think that I could write better, that I was funnier when I was high. Yeah, yeah. I'm absolutely not no. funnier when I'm high. Many sketches 
uh, were produced with high Tweety. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, going back to, I, we started about talking about how I got started. Uh, by the way, the name of the group in West Palm Beach that myself and Michael Delaney and another great improviser, Dave Bloomingfeld, was in that group. Uh, and a bunch of, everybody on that group was great, but those are the three people that have done UCB stuff. All three of us ended up being on the swarm eventually. Uh, but the name of the group was called Comedy Squad. Ayo. Okay, so that's an awesome name. Oh, that's good. That's Anytime you can reference what you're doing in the name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, we had a, a mantra. And it's like, hi, we're Comedy Squad. Just the laughs, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> that's my penance is I have to tell everybody that. It's like, hey, no matter where well, you are in your comedy, just know yeah. that this is what I used to. We had badges that we held out and put back in. We've had uh, people who had uh, one of our first, uh, who was it? Who had a, it was like a bowling shirt, but it was an improv shirt it was like a uh, uh uh was it megan grano or was it oh yeah 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 uh, megan molly megan, yeah it was they, molly erdman they have, oh okay they have uh uniforms improv uniforms they yes made, right or sketch uniforms i can't yes. remember now what it was but they were bowling so they're doing they're doing improv short form yeah so improv. we all have something i don't oh, know no. what mine is yet but yeah. i'm sure there was some oh some my very first improv team was that i was ever on was coached by hal rudnick and the name of it was Several Species of Small Furry Animals Gathered Together in a Cave and Grooving uh, with... Floyd. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But every time we said it, we all had our own animal that we were. Oh, okay. That formed together <laughs> to make... The super... This team. That's very complicated. Yeah, and yeah. Very, I think first names of groups are the best names. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the reason why I was mentioning that is we had a... You're talking about getting high. Is uh, during the week, we would have a... Uh, like a, a germ session idea have come up with uh where we just sit around and we pitch ideas to each mm. other we would get high then right then we would sit back and write and come back and then that from that moment on we were always straight and we would not get high until right after the show oh uh, that's funny uh, so we used it you know i guess uh morally we figured well we're just coming up with ideas and we're shitballing yeah you can, get a little, you can have a little drink or, or whatever because it's more casual mm -hmm. and that way you're not i think the hardest thing for me is like a hard-edged a straight-edge pitch session mm -hmm. where you're coming in like a, a, a snl where you come in with your comedy okay here's what i think is funny uh yeah and are they going to get it right whereas if you're with a comedy group where you go hey what if what if we do this uh uh at least it starts some a little bit more organically yeah sure, and then yeah. then you straighten up sober up yeah and then try to put it together yeah uh, oddly enough we never brought that system to new york with us we just did that down there uh uh and then we we became like big fish in a small pond had to go to a, the ocean which was either chicago or new york we didn't know which one and since we were uh actors as well as writers and performers we figured there's more acting to be done in new york uh so that's where we went mm, okay. um then we put the writing aside for a while until ucb got up and running because at that time they weren't teaching sketch uh they were teaching uh just the herald which nobody knew before uh, which is its own writing form. Uh, and then once we all got up, uh, it was like, okay, now we have our, we're a Herald team and we're doing shows. Now we got to write our one man shows, you know, or we got to write the sketch shows or this or that uh, and see where they go from there. And I think that's when we switched over to what UCB do was doing at the time, which I kind of wanted to emulate was uh, their first season was written ahead of time from their sketch mm. shows. 
their second and third season, a lot of that stuff was from transcribed from by interns from all their ass cat shows. Oh, uh, interesting. So they took that. their improv, mm-hmm. transcribed it, took what they liked, worked it, reworked it, then plugged it into a show, reworked it again until it turned into a show. Very Second City-esque. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's where it came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where I wanted, that's what I wanted to do. That's how, that's how I wanted to write. Uh, hard to get into a writing room like that, but that's, you know, I still feel that's the best creative way. Right. Yeah. Were you, were you on the original upright, the UCB show? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I thought as I... an extra, as an unpaid extra, and I had a couple lines in a couple different shows. Okay, I was at. I feel like I saw you yeah. and Will McLaughlin, maybe. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, that was our first uh, experience in uh, uh, TVs. That's right. cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Did you see? Was so UCB was around. Uh, was that what led you up to New York, or was it just? No, this is before. No. I w- we went there before UCB. Okay. Uh, and I was actually at another theater. I studied Atlantic Theater, a couple other theaters, and then also the National Improv Theater uh, was why we went there, because we heard about it ahead of time from a friend of my mother's, so like a, <laughs> a 50-year-old woman goes, you've got to try this theater out. Uh, uh, and we went, and it was great. They were incredibly supportive, and they offered us uh, – Kind of like jobs right away of trying to pitch their because they were teaching ESL and other workshops in schools. Hmm. They had the contract to do that. So we were kind of selling uh, improv packets to schools to go sell. And then as we kind of got involved with them, we kind of found out that they were Scientologists. Uh, oh, no. And not only that, but it was a straight up Scientology theater. Oh, it's like, wow. oh, man. Yeah. But they're doing a good job. <laughs> we, we stuck with them. Uh, but it got to the point where they owed us money for. We had their Friday night show, and we're doing pretty good with that show. Yeah. Uh, uh, but we didn't get our money. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. like, you know, they half the money was supposed to go to them, half the money go to us. We didn't get that money. And then it just got worse and worse it went along uh they pulled up tail moved to la and as a matter of fact a lot of those people at that theater are now performing across the street from the ucb franklin at the uh, uh, scientology celebrity center celebrity center Where they yeah. perform there's performances there? yeah yeah hmm. why are you looking at you're looking at me like you're looking for a gig no not like i'm looking for a gig i just really want to see one of those shows i'm pretty sure i mean they're all talented people and oh, i'm sure honestly Nobody's listening, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just, we're cool? Yeah, yeah we're, we're cool. cool. A lot of the stuff that, not a lot, but there's some stuff in the curriculum that was taught to me and Delaney <laughs> through uh, National Improv Theater. Yeah. So a lot of the elements, like the swarm, a lot of our stuff and our style, three of us trained at NIT uh, and brought it with us. And the great thing about the UCB style is merging all these other styles together, mm-hmm. like the UCB4 from different schools of thought. Uh, Besser's more stand-up. Uh, Amy and Ian, I think, are more Second City. Walsh is from Annoyance. But finding a game of the scene makes it unified. Uh, And that's why we fell in love with it right away. And we took a lot of stuff that we learned and threw that into, and that's kind of where the swarm comes from, uh, our style of improv. It's a mixture of UCB and what they taught us, plus a little... uh, uh, finding I, clear, if you know what I mean. Scientology sprinkled in there, <laughs> yeah. huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's bullshit, but let's just say it's true. Let's yeah. say it's true. Yeah. 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 Anytime that you Besser hears that there's a little bit of religion sprinkled yeah. into his improv yeah, theater, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. gonna love that. He's gonna, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, uh, should we should we try to where are we at on time? Uh, we're about 22 minutes. So yeah. we can... Should we try to do some pitching? Yeah. You want to pitch a little bit? Let's do it. <laughs> Uh, 
okay. So here's the deal. So we uh, briefly before we started recording, we talked about we pitch on or the way we create ideas or we like to see how people kind of come up with ideas on the spot. Yeah. And uh, uh, so there's a couple different ways. I have a, a list here of one through 16. You give me a, any number one to 16 corresponds to a particular idea generator. Yeah. And then we'll kind of pitch on ideas from there. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of so, these we've never done before, so we just sort of figure out what it means as we go along. Yeah, well, okay. a lot of I mean, it's weird. We do a lot of similar ones, but people just guess those numbers. Yeah. So it is what it is. We'll see if we can get a new Seems one. Seems like you guys are a sham. What's going on? This yeah, is, yeah, yeah. You're really explaining this a lot. Really what it comes down <laughs> okay. to is it's just a it's just a glorified living room every time. It kind of is. Kinda we, is. We, we always try to act like we're more sophisticated, and it's not true. It's just, just live your lives. Yeah, just yeah. we do what you are. do, man. Except we are. just want to do a podcast. That's what this is. We just talk. That's all it is. Yeah. We're friends. We're all friends. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, uh, so do I give you a number? Yes, sir. Eight. Eight. Okay, here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Facebook status. Facebook status. Yes. Okay. So uh, the way – I think we've done this before. So, we did this with tweets, I think, not Facebook. Right. So uh, – uh, oh, no, we have done it before. So you go to your Facebook feed, and the first thing that someone pops up, we'll each do it. Okay. You see what I'm saying? That on my feed yeah. or? Uh, well, on all of ours. So we'll each kind of create ideas okay. from those three. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. And I guess it's just the first, as long as it's not, you know, uh, they're not all too similar. Yeah. Or if it's like someone pitching a show, like is the first one of Yeah, mine. like I skipped all the ads. Mine has a bunch of ads. Yeah. Okay. 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 Oh, that's an ad too. I know. They're getting tricky about hiding ads. <laughs> Yeah, I just watched a South Park on that. Oh, I mean, the last season, South Park did a whole thing about how ads. <laughs> Do you guys not watch South Park? No, no. no. Oh, okay. What's South Park? <laughs> no, I know. I keep hearing they're get they like they're as good as they've ever been. Oh my god! And I just so feel good. like it's on my. I got to keep watching South You're, Park. Yeah, it's, it's been like so, four or five years. I'm I'm not joking. It's amazing how great those guys are they do 10 episodes and you've seen the making of south yeah. park right which is incredible yeah. that they yeah. do an episode a week the last time we talked about south park on this podcast i had to delete 20 <laughs> minutes of south park talk well it was it. cartoon talk. oh it was I'm cartoon, a big cartoon guy cartoon but, talking yeah. better, but mainly south park. But i know a friend that went on one of their retreats a writer oh uh, really kurt oh. you know you guys know kurt brownoller no. uh uh-uh. uh very funny comedian and yeah. i think they hired him he's it was just a very surreal he told me this like seven or eight years ago this was a long time ago uh and he was excited because he thought he was going to be hired as a writer there but he was more of a punch-up guy mm-hmm. i guess and they uh before he even had a meeting he said well we're gonna go on a retreat uh and we're just gonna uh, kind of just get to know each other and it's like the whole time he's going when do we talk about writing? When it's like right. he was with them for several weeks, never talked about writing whatsoever. The whole retreat had nothing to do with that. Hmm. It was just about finding your space or something like that. Uh. And then he never got hired. They never brought him back. So my <laughs> he didn't tell me that. I shouldn't have said his name, but I don't think he was fun on the retreat. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, but I, I love the game of like, all right, we're going to learn to write. But first, let's... 
let's talk about tea. Yeah. Let's yeah. just get out and do some hiking. Yeah. And you know, the whole time I was like, could we start writing? Could we yeah. start writing? And it never happened. I could see how your expectations are. You know, like you expect, all right, it's coming sooner or later. Yeah. Like, you could yeah. Do that with anything. We go into it being like, all right, well, we're going to do this. And then two weeks of not doing that one thing that your brain has been set on. I'm, yeah. It's frustrating. Especially if you're, I'm sorry, we're, you know, you're going to edit this, right? No, no, no. Okay. He's going to edit it. And yeah. it's also fine. Yeah. This is exactly what this podcast is for. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, if you're going in and you're, uh, I know I've gone on and done punch-ups. It's like, okay, my first thing's got to be funny. Uh, it's like you can't hang around and get high and talk about it. You've got to get out there and be funny. And writers' rooms are more like let's just kind of bullshit a while until something funny comes up. And mm-hmm. you're if you're just hired for just a one or two days, that never you don't bullshit with people. Right. Well, at least I don't. I'm like right. I just got to get my funny out, right. yeah, so I can get paid. Mm-hmm. And then you walk away and you beat yourself up all the way home. So what do you think it is? Do you think that something like like, like this? So this retreat? Do you think it is that they were waiting for him to start talking about writing? I, the way it was explained to me is like they could care less about writing at that thing. They just wanted to uh, experience. It was more metaphysical. Does that make sense? Yeah, or yeah, more yeah, yeah. Spiritual in a sense. Uh, uh, it's not about ideas. It's just about maybe a rhythm or a connection with each other. As I speak, I think that does honestly make sense. Yeah. Is you're going to learn more if this person is going to be a good writing partner or good in a writing room <laughs> if you just go out and. Uh, let's go get a bath. Because uh, you can yeah. read their writing packet. Yeah, you know yeah. If they're funny. Yeah. And they write like, it. Trey Parker writes the majority of the episodes anyway. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, he's the sole guy who... Kind of, I know they... I'm sure, like you say, he pitches ideas and stuff, but he's going to take the reins on the writing. Yeah. yeah. So maybe they don't care so much. It's just like, will this guy be a good fit with our kind of, like, community of South Park people? Yeah. 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 Maybe yeah. it's not. Yeah. it's. I don't care if you can spell. <laughs> That's how they're going to start casting Herald teams now. Yeah. Is everybody just going to go hang out at a party? Our next Herald audition is taking place at a hot tub party. <laughs> uh, does anybody get that reference anymore? Is that a 1980s reference? <laughs> the uh, hot tub a party? A hot tub park? Hot tub. Oh, a oh. hot tub park. Oh man, oh, oh, I got a new podcast <laughs> podcast idea. Wait, is that where you can rent a hot tub and hang out in it for a little bit? Yeah, it's a big park uh, with big. Uh, each hot tub is private. What uh, is this uh, a real thing? It's yeah. a real thing what? in Gainesville. We what? used to go to them all the time. Uh, uh, I remember specifically. Uh, there's one. I don't know the name of it, but after work, we'd all go there, and there'd be like ten different hot tub villas or whatever with big uh, gates around them, and you rent them out for like a hundred bucks an hour. And it seats like uh, anywhere from six to twelve people. Right. You just hang out and hang out in the hot tub, and uh, drink and do whatever you want in the hot tub. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. I've never heard of it. It feels like the grossest place. I think that's why you don't know about them now. Yeah. I think it didn't work out. I think it comes from what, what the bathhouses, right? The, yeah. The, oh yeah, the seventies and eighties version of a bathhouse. So uh-huh. my feeling is, if we're going back to the origin, there's a cocaine party going on. Uh, that's what they were called back then. Right. Cocaine parties. Right. Uh, and somebody goes, ah, I love the bathhouse. You know what would be great? A hot tub park. Yeah. Because uh, also oh. people didn't have private hot tubs back then. Right. right. In my day, you had to go to a place <laughs> that had a hot tub. You didn't have a hot tub. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry, we distracted again. <laughs> no, I'm just no. sitting here thinking about it. I'm thinking about Gainesville, and I'm thinking about just this 
sad place of like gazebos with hot tubs in the center of them and then that's that's it just don't think sad (laughs) and you got it each one also had its own like uh, a montego bay was one little area uh, uh, so they were like themed yeah Yeah. not really themed but just a name oh and here's the only reason why i remember it is uh the only time that i uh, uh, I don't know how to say it. Like, I thought I was in trouble with drugs was then, uh, like, medically. Is uh, after work, we all did mushrooms, uh, got a bunch of wine, got really high. I'm sorry, but that's who I am. Hey, man, uh, I, uh, if I ate mushrooms last night. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, 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 and we were in a hot tub for a full hour, and then I got out. And apparently, if you're in a hot tub for an hour on uh, mushrooms and wine and weed, yeah. when you get out, all the blood leaves your head. So I just kind of passed out oh, uh, immediately, yeah. and people were waking me up trying to you okay you okay oh, i could wow. not walk out of the hot tub park unassisted <laughs> oh that's yeah funny. that's not sad that's no. that's yeah. is it yeah is it that's the but last like, time i went to a hot tub park last one yeah. in florida i'm sure no one even noticed they're like oh this is florida that's what we do hey, here fuck we off, wrong. man yeah. yeah yeah but he's kind of true he that's kind of true yeah, but yeah. yeah fuck you man yeah. <laughs> um uh, all right so, okay sorry okay. I could pitch, now back to the funny thing is i could pitch on that yeah yeah um okay who wants to read their status first? Bill, uh, you want to go first? It's got a real long one. Like, uh, okay, is is there a house cleaning service for OCD people? I've tried three different companies and tons of cleaning ladies, but every month I'm driven nuts by their service. Everything in this apartment is put back in the wrong place, facing the wrong direction. I think we get the gist. It's a, it's a long <laughs> okay, post, it's a long but one. it starts with that idea. Is it have yeah. a good button at the end? Uh... Uh, nothing gets cleaned above five foot two high. <laughs> <laughs> when all the books on a bookcase are lined up perfectly across the front edge to avoid being dusted, why would you push them all back at crazy? Oh my God, it just keeps going. <laughs> oh, there's the last thing. I understand that this is uh, this is seriously a first world problem, but it's one that makes me bonkers. Okay. So mm-hmm. they justified what they just said by... Saying they're crazy? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I know it's a first world problem, but that doesn't justify it. Right, right, right. Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, maybe like just having that almost that exact same rant, but in like I don't know, like uh, like a meeting. Like I don't. Uh, I'm trying to think of how you set the premise. Like, uh, they're going to like another country to help work on the AIDS epidemic. Yeah. And the whole way over there, this lady just complains about that. That's perfect. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I saw like, that. I think the first thing, the very first line made me think of, and I think somebody else posted this on Facebook about uh, people asking Facebook for advice mm. when they don't need advice. Yeah. Uh, uh, like impossible advice to ask. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not the place to go to, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, or you really just want to complain. You're not really. It's almost like rhetorical. Yeah, in what's nature. that called when you're all constantly asking uh, Facebook for advice? There's uh, outsourcing. Oh, outsourcing. Mm. Outsourcing everything in your life. Outsourcing when really you can just Google. Yeah, or, uh, use a phone book or look outside. <laughs> Guys, I'm thinking of a hamburger, but I don't know where to go, you <laughs> yeah. know, or something like that. Oh, that's like really that. funny. Oh, yeah. All your advice comes from there. That's really funny. That makes me think of, like, being a – I mean, I, this is this probably isn't too original, but, like, addicted to the likes or the um, 
like any type of response, like feed your kind of, you know, psyche or yeah, yeah. Yeah. But so that's, I'm assuming that's why people do that. Right. Like they put, instead of Googling, they post it because they like to see that their phone has a notification or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like someone who ODs on notifications. <laughs> <laughs> I see that yeah. last night was a, a great example of everybody showing pictures of them at a pool party. So everybody knows they were at a pool party. Right. Uh, and, I was at a pool party, but I didn't post pictures. <laughs> and I'm literally feeling horrible about it. Like, you can still post them, though. You can still do it. I didn't now. take pictures. Oh. I would go back there and go, here oh. I was yesterday. Oh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, uh, living through our phones. Yeah. yeah. Or something like that. Mm -hmm. The thing that stuck out to me is uh, uh, a short maid can't get to yeah. the top part of it. like that's a problem yeah. i don't even think that's a first world problem that's a six foot problem yeah 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 it's yeah. like you need a step stool yeah yeah uh i would like to just see that just like a house that's like super clean to here and then just filthy <laughs> everywhere else it's a two-tone house <laughs> yeah. it's like what oh my my maid's five foot two yeah yeah what are you gonna do yeah. she's so good though yeah she's so she's good, so good from here this, yeah, yeah this way down Right. Yeah, that'd be funny. But I mean, then what's the sketch like? Just someone like being like, but you can get a step stool. Just solving the problem. Yeah. I think that's one of my hardest things with sketches is that my logic brain turns on so quick that I go, yeah. if I'm not just so absurd from the get go that you just sort of ignore logic, mm -hmm. that once I find myself in a sketch, I'm just like, well, here's how you solve that problem. Yeah. What well, go ahead. No, no. I was going to say, like, for improv, and you could speak to this way better than i am damn right i can yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is whether or not like whenever at least the note that you get in improv a lot is like if someone says like not to do it or then you do it constantly right right yeah and if there's a problem to be solved you do whatever you can to not solve it right yeah or not whatever you can but you don't want to no, make sense fix yeah. it immediately it's in that i guess maybe in that frustrate the one uh part of the gameplay right uh uh when you're writing uh so i the first thing i thought of let's just write this as uh firing you because you're too short okay that's what i thought of okay how do we start the sketch start it with uh i'm gonna have to let you go uh uh and it turns out you're just not tall enough to clean the house now what is that person going to do in the logical world mm -hmm. if somebody's told that if the person is getting fired yeah um, uh, I can, I can step on things. I can stand on things. Okay. So now he, we have a problem. It's like, why are we really firing this person? Right. Is it because they're too short? Oh, I see what you're saying. Then it, it expands a little bit more. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's the game's a little bit, little bit deeper than just. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's always, I think that's one of the things that kills me with sketch sometimes is, uh, uh, Whatever the premise is, that's what it's going to be. Uh, whereas in improv, I've always learned, and what I really feel in good writing, it's not about this, it's about that. It's always about something else. Mm -hmm. yeah. So this person is firing a person because they, you know, this is a horrible thing, but it popped in my head because they don't like Mexicans. Right. Fucking Trump. Uh, <laughs> so maybe that's what this is really about. But this person is coming up with other excuses to fire him. Or oh yeah, like and now Does it's almost now it's almost a topical sketch hidden yeah. behind this absurd premise. Exactly, and I'm saying I'm not saying specifically for this sketch that that would work, but it's a great tool for moving you further in your sketch. It's not about this; it's about that. What could it be about? Right. Uh, and this is something I watched. Uh, 
uh, Al Franken. You are you familiar with the writing team Franken and Davis? Uh, Al Franken. Al Franken, yeah. Oh my God, I'm drawing a blank of his name. But when SNL first started, Franken and Davis were like two great writers. Oh, isn't Al, Al Franken's the, the senator? Min- yeah, the yeah, senator yeah, now. In Minnesota, yeah. But when he was a writer uh, for SNL, he had a partner, Al Franken and... I cannot remember his first name now, but they both gave a speech at uh, UCB uh, a long time, obviously before he became senator right. and was still a writer. I think he had just written uh, uh, what Rush Limbaugh's A Big Fat Liar or something like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, so he was on tour, and they gave a, a speech. Uh, uh, it's What's his name? show? I'm sorry. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, but it was a, a special show where he interviewed famous people at UCB live on stage. Al Franken and Davis uh, were together, and they were talking about as a writing team, what would they do? to write sketches if they got stuck. Uh, uh, And Al Franken was the genius. He's the one that did all the writing. Uh, They met at a comedy club in Minnesota where uh, Franken was performing, and he had graduated Harvard, and he was writing really good stuff. And Davis worked in the kitchen, but was funny and kind of hung out with him and just kind of... Carried carried along with him and was his assistant, if you will, more than an equal partner at times. So anytime Al Franken got stuck, all that Davis had to do was go like this, make a gesture of reaching out. And he said what that told Al Franken was, what's around you? What's the, what's, where are you? Uh, uh. Uh, territory wise like in the uh, where are you in the room what do you see around you in the room Mm. reach out to there who are you talking to what do they look like why are you talking and that got you to find the bigger scene so the idea is if you're ever stuck in a sketch visualize where you are and look around you and see things Uh, using your flash memory have you heard this term no and robert used to teach this uh if somebody says i just told you guys comedy club what do you see? What kind? You've been to comedy clubs yeah. before. What are you seeing around you? What do you see right now? I see like a touristy douchebag in the back with his sleeves rolled up. Can you tell me the specific comedy club you're in that you see? Uh, the comedy store. Yeah. So you have your memories of is visual. Yeah. You flash that memory. Now look around you. You saw a douchebaggy whatever. Now bring that person into your sketch. Okay. Uh, so that's what that means is reach around you. So anytime you get stuck to a point where it's like. Uh, what is this scene really about? Kind of close your eyes, take <laughs> off your shirt, sage. Okay. 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 Uh, uh, and then like think where this is and imagine where it is and then look around you using your flash memory. You'll come up with characters. You'll come up with. Uh, sadly, my flash memory was somebody who's racist towards me. <laughs> it was me. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, I, love so- <laughs> I do love Mexicans. Yeah. Can you go into a sketch? That's what they like, say about you. They say that about yeah, you. Yeah, I'm a Mexican lover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's his another website. He has. yeah, <laughs> check lover. it out. Yeah, that'll be really great. Um, can you go or do you find yourself or when you were writing a lot more writing sketch going into it and being like, all right, I want all my sketches to have a deeper meaning, or is it just something that you naturally get to? You know, I it, think I used it as a device if I'm stuck okay. uh, more than anything else, because usually sketches have a certain joke that you're trying to get across. Mm-hmm. If we were writing, remember earlier I talked about epic? Yeah. Epics have many jokes, uh, uh, not just one joke. So if it's a three-page sketch, you're pretty much focusing on hopefully just one good solid joke that you're hitting and maybe hitting it if that then what else if that then what else if you're writing something a little bit longer uh then i think that's when you reach around you a little bit more mm-hmm. uh to play with that does that make sense yeah. 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 yeah 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 for sure yeah like so it's like once you kind of don't really know how to end it but also 
need more fuel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just to hash it out a little bit more. I think that that's a big help for me is visualizing. Uh, Mm -hmm. Not to sound like a hippie, (laughs) but visualization. And I got that from Ian Roberts in his classes. That's what he taught. That's cool. I wonder wonder how much that would help because sometimes you have an idea for a sketch that's there's something about it you really love, but it's not fully formed. Yeah, yeah. I wonder that's probably a really good tool you can use to then like help form it more. I think it's one of the tools. I yeah. Think so yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you should have a toolbox of tools. Uh, yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, that you know, because every sketch is going to be different, and every approach is going to be different. I feel I right. Think, uh, you know, my writing is different now because I don't write sketches. I tend to write. If I write, I either do punch up or I do. Uh, I, I'm. Uh, I shouldn't say this. Uh, I'll say it. I write uh, some secret Twitter accounts. Uh, oh, okay. For a marketing firm, mm-hmm. it's not the Denny's account. Uh, okay. Somebody accused me of that. That's not me. <laughs> uh, uh, so a lot of my writing now is a hundred <laughs> characters or less. So I find it really has stunted my growth. I've kind of like really narrowed down in, in that sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has yeah. it has it made you a better writer in any ways? Like this being confined to specificity. On the good side, I get to the humor quicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not lollygagging. Uh, also, you know, because it's you can't uh, offend anybody because it's a major. You know, I'm not you know, I'm not the Denny's guy, but the guy that writes that Denny's account, if he does anything that's subversive or weird, that's going to blow up big. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to think twice, no, think three times before you post it, which means your comedy has to be more universal, yeah, uh, and not as alternative or subversive, which is sometimes we find our comedy in being subversive and different not yeah and you know so it's helped me take great pride in making grandma laugh (laughs) as well as me yeah and the way it was described to me is like when you were a kid and you watched the uh, to me it was rocky and bullwinkle uh loved rocky and bullwinkle they're so great uh uh but my parents also liked it too so a lot of writing for uh tv uh like cartoon network or like i do voices on uh uh steven universe that show is great for kids but it's i think even better for adults especially if you get high yeah uh uh, it's an amazing show for adults so everything has to be written at two levels Mm -hmm. you know in a sense i think if you watch steven universe not high as an adult that's probably weirder you think like oh yeah you know what i mean like because it's just like like a normal person just watching a cartoon for kids that's an amazing show is it do you think is there like a different mind? I guess it's just like you have to be aware of like when people talk about like, uh, let's see how I say this, like being able to make multiple people, multiple levels of ages and people laugh. That is a, a certain skill set. Is mm-hmm. it because, you know, it's just you have a better uh, understanding of what generally is funny or is it just I think so yeah. I mean uh, uh, yeah, yeah I think so yeah comedy should be universal uh, I, there's so many different places in my life that I've learned that and I, we were just making fun of the those goddamn Scientologists mm-hmm. but they did teach me because I went into classes to teach ESL which is English second language mm-hmm. and a lot of these kids uh, didn't speak English but they were at elementary school and they had to communicate with their uh, these other kids, New York kids too, you know, which are not, they're not easy kids to deal with. 
So we taught them improv games, you know, like sound and movement type games or dance diamond or something like that. Mm -hmm. So they they could communicate uh, in some manner or form. But what we found there is like all kids laugh at fart jokes. You know, yeah. all kids laugh at no matter where you are from Somalia or Queens. You, If somebody goes, you're all going to laugh. Uh, uh, and that's kind of my secret with kids. <laughs> so it works I, with me, too. So if you're yeah, make me laugh. I, you, know, you, know, if, you know, that's a, I am doing a podcast about farts later oh, on. God, so uh, uh, it's not me. It's somebody else's. But I'm ready for that show. Yeah. Uh, it's finding the universal comedy, I think. Maybe it's because yeah. I'm so goddamn old now. But I feel... <laughs> That that's I I like that a little bit more, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, but uh, <laughs> you know I'm not going to give up my alternative lifestyle. Right. Yeah, and the more you also just to go back for a second, the more you say you're not the guy in charge of the Denny's account. I'm not. The more <laughs> I think you are. You see, now I want to keep doing it, so you think I am, so I'll get more work. Yeah, <laughs> the Denny's Isn't guy is going to tweet out. Yeah. I am not Billy. <laughs> and that then we're going to be amazing. That would, be, that amazing. would be amazing. That would be amazing. I got into that uh, that work because I, I posted something about another uh, company. I can say Jersey Mike's. Uh, I love Jersey Mike's. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it's place. okay. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, and I posted something about it, and the guy posted back, You got it, Billy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Who is this? And then I found out who it was, and there's this whole company. And yeah. now it's like, that's my new thing I want to get into is uh, yeah. this. It starts with Twitter feed, but it's viral marketing, social media, uh, and learning uh, to change the world through advertising. Oh, okay. You, know? you got to watch that's South great. Park, man. You got to watch. It sounds like that's <laughs> what they're doing. Season, I think it's season 10. I can't remember the exact season, but it's, it's so, or season 10, sorry, excuse me, season 19. Interesting. The whole, because now they do kind of like there's a like through line throughout the entire series. Yeah. You know, they're not as much standoff standoff episodes. It talks about advertising and like how it's, you know, like I didn't know that cable was to prevent you from having to watch ads. Like cable they, TV, you mean like TV. HBO? Yeah, like yeah. well, they started cable, so you didn't have to watch advertising. Yeah, yeah. And then cable <laughs> added advertising. Yeah. Into their shows, which I I mean, this is off topic, but it was kind of like, yeah, I love those guys because they kind of like make you think about like the absurdity of the things you do on a daily basis yeah and one of them is like no that's absolutely I, yeah i'm exactly. in that world right now yeah and you know what i read an article a couple days a couple days a couple of years ago about mark mothersbro uh mm -hmm. and devo i love devo mm -hmm. uh you do a devo uh, podcast let me know okay that's devo's the whip it yeah okay yeah oh, yeah grandpa it's <laughs> a whip it yeah. uh uh they were very subversive for when they came out because they started in the late 60s akron ohio uh, which is also where the Zips are from. Zips, Zips, Akron uh, Zips. Yeah, but I'm thinking of the other. There was a music scene in Akron at that oh. time that Devo came out of. The Pretenders, the Pretenders oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. came out at that time as well. Uh, and this is, I guess, late '60s, early '70s when prog rock and just really just big hippie stuff was. Uh, and those guys, Mark, they were into. There was a sub movement, and I can't think of the name of it now. Where they found uh, the glory in advertising. Uh, I think Mad Men kind of touched on this a little bit mm -hmm. uh, uh, about this is this is where America is going to be great, and it's how we do commercials and advertise. I think Coca Cola is a good example yeah. of how Coca Cola is not even a drink anymore; it's a concept and an idea. That's how Mad Men ended, mm -hmm. uh, uh, and that's kind of where they tapped it. What Devo tapped into is the de-evolution of man. Uh, uh, 
and Mark Mothersborough in our article said he knew after Devo ran its ride, ran its run, that he was going to get into commercial jingles because he thinks that's the greatest form of uh, writing. And I went, really? And then I thought about it. I was like, yeah, I guess yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. How subversive, because he's still Mark Mothersborough, he's still Devo, mm-hmm. how they used to sneak in little ex, you know, Devo things mm-hmm. uh, into music that you hear all the time. He played the music behind uh the uh what are the ads that john hodgman used to do uh the uh, ibm okay. guy versus the the mac guy mac, yeah. oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah pc yeah. guy versus oh yeah yeah the uh, apple he, guy yeah the right, apple right, guy right. that john music hodgman? in the background is devo that's mark mothersborough playing piano oh there. wow oh, that's cool that. and he said in the article he used to sneak subversive stuff into all that stuff whether it's a chord progression or whether it's literally penis or something like that he would sneak it in and then eventually he just got tired of doing that and it's Mm. like what i'm doing is subversive enough i don't need to uh and he got to the point talking about i'm so mainstream that i there's no way he can be subversive does that make sense yeah subversive is mainstream now right wow we went on a tear there. we did edit this out i'm sorry (laughs) no no we're gonna leave it all Uh, in yeah we're good. That's talked the... about Devo. Yeah. So, but that's where I am right now. I've decided. Well, if I'm doing this, I better love it. So right. I read that article, and I'm kind of exploring that idea a little bit more. Of yeah, how can you do your comedy yet still? It's always about something else, you know. Right. You might be selling submarine sandwiches, but you're also using your comedy. You're getting it out there somehow. Did you? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, do you get these jobs because people look at your Twitter or Facebook and they're like, I want this guy because I like his comedic yeah. sense of humor. Yeah, the Twitter guy. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's people who I've known before in the business and other things that mm-hmm. work and then they go, oh, I know Billy. He's got this feed. And then they send the Twitter feed. And now that's affected my Twitter feed Yeah, because uh, uh, I've submitted uh, – oh, I don't know, I don't Man, know what I'm saying. Your Twitter feed is your resume. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, in your Instagram account. Uh, like I take a lot of pictures of birds and sandwiches because I want to get involved with sandwich shops and National Audubon and, you know, all that stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's basically what I was told to do. It's like, what do you like? Then show us what you like and be creative with it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I just mm-hmm. went on a trip to Alaska uh, and I just bought a camera all because I need something to do with my life. But also, oh, I can take pictures and write little funny little snippets. Hopefully, now that I'm in the uh, the realm of these people, they'll start to read that. Go, oh, he would be good for this. I'll tell you what I'm trying to do. <laughs> I am trying to promote cruise ships so i can get free cruise ships <laughs> trips that's all i'm trying to do in my life. it's like man this holland america is yeah. amazing yeah. have you tried their buffet <laughs> Click, you know and then maybe they'll hear it and yeah. you'll get more work off of it and build off why of don't it. you just go work for second city work for four hours a week and then just ride around on a cruise ship Oh, you mean the the the, S- tor- the yeah, tour? The, yeah, Torco. Yeah, Torco. Yeah. I you know I've always fascinated with that. I kind of I think I'm too old for that now. And also, so. that would be a what a three month commitment on a boat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a lot of. I know I've heard people rave about doing it, and then people not like yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm always scared which one I would be. Yeah. You know, because uh, you're in a windowless room downstairs most of the time. Oh really? I yeah. Think so. They don't put you in the. The top top story. Uh, oh, I figured it was like it was like um, the improv version of uh, Dirty Dancing, where you just like <laughs> teach improv to like 
super like hot like rich people oh yeah that's what it is yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no that's not it at all you just do you do the same <laughs> show like you do the same i think you have a set sketches that yeah. you got to do every night oh, like, yeah. so you get to do a little it's bit torco of it's torco on a boat yeah is that what you're talking about yeah 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 yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. City, oh yeah they yeah. did that uh ucb did that uh and it did not go well uh and i was so pissed off that they did it and they didn't tell me about it because i would have loved to have tried it yeah. uh but i think I don't know. This is my assumption as to why it didn't go well. I think the performers expected them because they our Torco goes to colleges, mm-hmm. and colleges already know who we are and what we're doing. So if UCB comes, they're expecting. They kind of have an idea of what long-form improv is, whereas I guarantee you 98% of the people on a cruise ship do not know what yeah, long-form sure. improv is versus yeah. short-form. Short-form mm-hmm. will keep their t- attention span. You're asking them to sit there and watch a Herald or a mono scene for 30 minutes off of one word? Mm-hmm. That's not going to work. Number two, they were on a boat uh, that did the inside passage in Alaska, uh, so anytime, uh, and there is no nighttime, uh, in Alaska in the summer, it's like daytime until 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. So, if a, uh, I remember, uh, was it Marcy? Uh, I'm going to say her name. Uh, she said while they're doing a show, whales, uh, breached off the <laughs> boat. So everybody left the show and went out <laughs> to look at the whales and she was so pissed <laughs> off. And it's like. Honestly, I, I would I'd too. go look at the whales. I look at the whales. That's like okay, time out. Let's go look at the whales. We'll yeah. come back later or yeah. something yeah. like You're that. You're gonna be back tomorrow night. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> these whales might not be. I I just went back on a cruise. I just did that, and it's like even then I'm like watching and going, okay, what would work here? If I were doing an improv show, what would work? Right. I think it would have to be one of those. I call them wallet deconstruction shows where you just take somebody from the audience and you interview them. Then you mm. do scenes off of that because then you're bringing them into the, yeah. the world of scene. Yeah. Right, yeah. And, and we use it as a – that's a defeat mechanism in a swarm show. It's like, what do you guys want to do? I don't know, wallet deconstruction where we take somebody's <laughs> wallet and look at it and do scenes off of it. Yeah. Now I'm going – that's actually a great idea. Yeah. (laughs) Just go through someone's wallet. Yeah. uh, And then build a bunch, a show off of it. Yeah. Uh, The New York guys do a show. I really want to get involved in called, we know how you die. Have you heard about this? No. I think Shannon and Connor, uh, Shannon O'Neill, who's the AD in New York and Connor Ratliff. I forget who else was doing it. They actually did an extended run in DC I guess they interview somebody and then they perform a sketch of how that person dies, <laughs> but they come out as grim reapers. So it's yeah. all tongue in cheek, oh, oh, but wow. I was thinking that would be hilarious on a ship filled with 80 year olds. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Oh man. No, wouldn't. Don't, yeah. don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Ah, oh, that's a great idea. That's show. a great, I'd love to go see this show. Did we get off track again? We did. I'm, I'm sorry. Constantly. It's no, a, that's, that's, this, that's that's how this works. How this man. Works. Oh, is that okay? Yep. That's just how that I didn't works. know if we were doing. If we like... stay on track, then it's pretty boring. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So now I gotta find what the status update I had was. I lost it. it. I think it reset. I got. I got one. Okay. Go ahead. Trudy if Infantini running for county commissioner district four. What was it, their name? Trudy Infantini. I'm so bad with last names. I N F A N T 
T-I-N-I. Yeah, it means Italian baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that really? really what it means? Sure. Why not? Oh. <laughs> you had me going. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Fuck really? It. What yeah. a dumb yeah. name. <laughs> what a stupid name. You just bit that hard. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Out. And then a second, I thought I was like, oh, wait, infant. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, it says someone posted this running for county commission or district four, and that's just a picture of her pointing towards a river in the background. <laughs> so she's running for to run that river. I, I guess I don't know. I would like to see just a commercial, like just a lady that's like, and if you vote for me, I will take care of this river. Yes, but no reason why. What's wrong with the river? Where, where is this river? It just creates mass speculation, yeah. and the people like, no one's swimming in the river now because yeah. they don't know what's. And going she'd on. win by a landslide. Yeah. Are you tired of rivers? I will get rid of them. Well, we yeah. think we like rivers. What's wrong with this one? Yeah, I like this one. Yeah, it's funny. I also like that her ad campaign is just a picture of her on Facebook. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I just like cut a... to her campaign manager. Okay, I got a plan. Yeah. Okay, smile. <laughs> That's it. That's your plan. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. Her her official uncolor un- corrected, mind you. Like... Oh no, no. This <laughs> is a video even... still. This isn't even a picture. They took a video. Oh my god. And took a oh, still. Oh yeah. I, I'm I'm guessing because there's no way because her face she's like sort of talking in it, right? This looks like it was shot on an HD tape camera. It's that bad. I mean, I'll click it, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Another, I do like that. Maybe infantile. I do like making up uh, a word for English surnames or it doesn't even have yeah. to be surnames that are Italian for something uh-huh. else. <laughs> yeah. You know, What's just, an example? Give me an example. <laughs> uh, okay, so like you did infantini, yeah. right? That's baby, uh, little baby. Is that what you said, little baby? Yeah. Okay. Um, 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 ah, shit. Uh, uh, Apolismo. Apolismo. What does yeah. that mean? So that would be, uh, what is, what is like mochismo? What is, what does that mean? Like mochismo? Full of macho. Right. So a macho apple. A macho apple. <laughs> apple. Oh, like these filled with macho apples. Yeah. yeah. Me likey. That's a real righty. Yeah. yeah it's like, a very, I was like, I don't like, know. How could you start? I'm going to need yeah. time for this one. Yeah. I did a sketch. One of the last shows that I did, uh, one man shows, one of my sketches was the namer of names. I am the one that names the names. Yeah. Uh, so if you need the name of a band, I will give you that name. And I think each way, I think it stemmed from Facebook. Uh, yeah. Give me where you were born. Uh, what street you lived on as a kid, and what was your pet's name? Mm-hmm. And that's your porn name, right. or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Right. So I would just create a, just ridiculous things. It's like, what did you eat Thursday? Mm-hmm. Okay, followed by what was your grandmother's middle name? Uh, Apple Demilta. That's your porn name. <laughs> I don't think so. It is. It has been written. I am the namer of names. Uh, and then it's like, so I do a couple of those, then get the audience to give me their names or whatever. Right. Uh, I think, oh, man, I should remember this sketch. But I think there's always the last one with somebody I'm stumped by their name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, uh, uh, yeah. I think it starts with band names, and then it ends with porn names. Right. And then uh, I just remember who the person was. Her name is, uh, and she's... No, Jess, Jessica Rona, Jess Rona. Yeah, I know Jess. Mm-hmm. Jess, so uh, she was there, and I, I saw her, she says, what's my name? It's like, where are you from? Uh, uh, where were you born? What did you eat? Uh, 
Jess Rona. <laughs> and that was so yeah, in other yeah, words, yeah. I try to know that person's name. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's the that's a horrible sketch. <laughs> no, it's I'm great. sorry I brought it up, guys. <laughs> no, it's I'm so sorry. good. <laughs> yeah. Mm, okay. Thanks for out. Yeah. Um I also just feel like that's a very uh uh unlucky name to have as a politician. Yeah. And Fentini? Well in the first name, I thought you said well. I thought you said her name was Tootie Infantini. Oh, Trudy. With, yeah, Trudy. Trudy. But that's why I asked you to repeat it, because I thought you said Tootie. And I was like, oh, that's a really horrible name. Yeah. Tootie Infantini. Unfortunate politician names. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like Anthony Weiner. Yeah. That's no. just too... That's that's kind of ruined sketches for us. <laughs> yeah. His actual name is Anthony Weiner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a, uh, a SNL sketch that I thought was funny, and it was right after... Is when we're trying to do comedy after 9-11. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember Horatio uh, was still on the show at the time. And it was Unfortunate Names of... Uh, oh, sh- what was the name? Of, what's the uh, what's the terrorist organization in Afghanistan? ISIS. ISIS. Before ISIS. Al-Qaeda. 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 Yeah. Uh, he started with, hi, I'm Al-Qaeda from Al-Qaeda Used Cause. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like you could see it in his eyes that it's after 9-11. It's like, I still got to sell cause. Uh, and all the unfortunate name, Os of Ben Laden. Or, yeah. No, Ben Laden was yeah. one guy's name. Yeah. Uh, so it just all became unfortunate name yeah. bits. That's yeah. funny. That is funny. Like, I just see like... Uh, no, that's almost too bad. I'm not going to say it. Oh, no, say it. Uh, but just it's say so it. bad. Just feel bad What now. about if mm-hmm. Anthony Weiner was so proud, like, he finally changed his name? Uh-huh. And then the whole sketch is, like, him talking about how he just got his name changed, and then, like, it's Tony Weiner. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just changed Or Mark Weiner. He just changed yeah. the wrong name. Yeah, that's yeah. a blackout sketch. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I made it sound. That's a blackout sketch. <laughs> Thank it is. you. We Anthony Weiner's here. I changed my name. Yeah. Tony Weiner. Home <laughs> lights. By the way, all blackout sketches end with this. Adios, mio. And the lights go out, and that's it. I also like that not only did he change it, he didn't really change his name because Tony is short for Anthony. So. Now, if you turn that into a donut, it would be a series of blackout sketches. That's an old uh, comedy squad talk. So the first one, I finally come up with a name change. Okay, Tony Weiner. No lights we see later in the show about 10 minutes later into the show he comes back in another name mm-hmm. i'm gonna yeah. now i've really tried decided to change my name what would it be mark weiner mark weiner mark okay weiner. a little okay. bit better but again yeah. no okay. now we're at our third one mm-hmm. okay now i get it i understand yeah i've changed my name totally okay yeah. mark penis lips <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> i was thinking wiener wiener i was thinking wiener. Wiener. <laughs> that's exactly that's what better I that's too. better i was like yeah wiener i got yeah. what you all said so i changed it <laughs> Mark wiener wiener <laughs> But, but I've never heard the phrase penis lips before. Yeah, which okay, is it's amazing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh man, write that, sell it. You got yeah. some money right there, buddy. Yeah, Boom. I like that. My name is Wiener Wiener. You could sell that shirt. Wiener Wiener. Wiener Wiener. Um, okay, one All last right. one. If I can find Uno it, because we're at an hour. Okay, which is good. We're on track. Yeah. We'll be done here in fifteen minutes. Um, Maybe listeners, count it. Okay, I'm not going to leave the same one I did before because it's gone. Add, add. Um, cold brew is my red health potion. 
What's Red, Red Hell? Hell? Yeah, what's Red Hell? I'm assuming that it's a video game reference. Like you drink the red potion oh. and you get more energy. Yeah. So cold brew is his video game elixir. Yeah. Mm. But the way you said it, <laughs> it just <laughs> laced it like, hmm, cold brew <laughs> is my... Uh, my first thought is... Uh, I like that you called it out. It's uh, what was it? What'd you say? It's a Red a Hulk. video game reference. Yeah, I yeah. think so. So the if that, then what else factor pops in? If Cold Brew is his Red Health, then uh, my cell phone is my oh blank, right. My blank is my blank. Mm-hmm. Like uh, my, what are the other things? That my Prius is my wild Chariot. stallion. I can't yeah. think yeah. of the. Good. Fancy so now name. you've got the structure, right? That's not a sketch yet, but it's the if that then what else? It's literally, right. and that's how I teach game. Game is the skeleton. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's not necessarily has to be funny. It's what's going to be funny, right? So if you take that, now build a scene around it. Build a who and a where. Like uh, first thing that popped in my head, and I have no idea. First dates, uh, or uh, better yet, first time that uh, your date comes to your house. Because then you have your environment to use and also the video games to play Mm -hmm. or something like that. Uh, You could plug in something else. What else would work? Um, Or my blank is my blank. I'm trying to think of other video games. Do you know what kind of video genre this video game is? It made me think of like Final Fantasy, Legend of Zelda. Uh, Um, uh, Okay, so you get, well, what about like monetary things? So money? Right, so you get like they have rubies, like, like rubies or yeah. like Zelda and stuff. You have yeah, different so you crystals. see the the joke lines are those, right? The right. joke lines are the my blank is my blank. Right now, fill out the rest of the world, and it'll make it easier to come up with. So you just said, uh, what'd you say, Rub- rubies? Rubies, yeah. Like so the first thing, maybe you're at a coffee house since you're getting cold brew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My cold brew is my red health. What's red health? Oh, it's a video game reference. Yeah. Oh, here are my Zelda coins. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> uh, uh, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So when I'm teaching improv, and by the way, I mean, by the way, uh, improv is writing on your feet. That R style, uh, UCB style. And then uh, I think some people uh, at... Uh, People who are on, are uncomfortable with that style go. Oh, it's just you're just writing on your feet. I was going to say the same thing, but yeah, you are writing on your feet. What's wrong with that? If you can do it, right. uh, as long as you are acting and living in that world, that's fine. If you're ironically detached and just talking about the sketch while you're in the scene, that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, but there's an exercise I have people do in all my advance or any, any classes. The uh, hands up pattern game where everybody points to mm-hmm. each other mm-hmm. and it's categories. Uh, yep. uh, if that, then what else? So if I were to say spruce, you would say pine Oak. Now we're talking about if that, then what else you're practicing that pattern building. So the idea is like, what's the unusual thing. And then can you, if that, then what else that unusual thing in the pattern game? So let's say we just did spruce Oak, pine willow so those are a bunch of trees now that's your skeleton okay Mm -hmm. there's nothing funny about that now put it into context of where are you and who are you okay so let's say it's two arborists uh deciding which tree to cut down now the pattern is written itself now the play is written itself now you go well let's cut down the spruce my dad helped me plant my very first tree and it was a spruce i don't want to cut that down all right well then let's cut down the oak Oak was where I first met my first girlfriend. It's not a great sketch. <laughs> right. Okay, I'm just spitballing. But you see the idea there is yeah. like once you rehearse that structure and get it down, you can write so much quickly on your feet. Now apply that 
where you have a little bit more time mm-hmm. uh, and you can build a much better sketch. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what was funny was that just that line of dialogue. So my first thought was raise your hand. And mm. that is to that. What is it? What was it again? Cold brew is to red health. Yeah. Uh, cash is to Zelda coins. Blank is to blank. Mm-hmm. Write out five or six or seven of those. Put that aside. Now put a context into it. Like come up with two or three different contexts. Then merge the two together mm-hmm. and see which one do you think works. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it's almost like one of those ones where you just start making lists. Yes, it just start going up. Oh, these work and these work. Yeah, and these work. Yeah, and I think I got that from I don't know what show, but well, the board, the cork board. Yeah, where you put this with that, and you mm-hmm. kind of cork. It started with corking sketches or uh, into a show. Then it became uh, jokes within a sketch. Then it became more pattern writing. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes total sense. Is that, yeah. a, is that an exercise in any sketch idea that you come up with? Or is it just something where you're like, meh, here's a... It's, I think it's one way. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think... I, honestly, for sketch writing, you can't hit, you can't attack a sketch the same way every way. Right. right. That means every sketch is going to be a three-minute sketch that the same jokes, mm-hmm. just with different words or something like that. And just like an improv, learn to attack a scene many different ways. Don't attack it the same exact way right i think that's the same with sketch i think that's why i say sometimes it's a blackout sketch sometimes it's an epic sometimes it's a three minute normal sketch with one premise or something like that yeah right you know learn multiple ways to get that sketch out yeah very cool like to me it feels like very map that one feels like a map it is that's a map yeah 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 absolutely But, but the fun like the the real joy from the laughs is like where's the worst possible place you could probably put that yeah. guy. Right? Now, I, exactly. That's yeah. with the mapping. But just mm-hmm. to talk about different attacks, quit, get your f- nose off the I microphone. know. Did you, <laughs> I can't doing? help it. That's, yeah, you can. Uh, uh, how you said it. Can you say how you said that line again? Because here's another way. Character-based game. Mm-hmm. Uh, cold brew is my red health potion. Cold brew is my red health potion. <laughs> that's your sketch is ready. It's this guy. Yeah. The guy, the the, guy the is hipster. the sketch. Yeah. yeah. The hipster. That's what I saw. I saw your suspenders. I saw your goatee yeah. right away. Yeah. Uh, Which now, is funny because if you, my friend that is a very good guy. I love this guy very much. Whatever. But he looks, <laughs> he looks like a hipster. Especially. Oh, is, he? Yeah. is it Todd Fasson? <laughs> no, it's not Todd Fasson. Are you Fassen. friends with Todd Fasson? Uh, I, no. Would you I'm like not. to be? Yeah, I'd love to. He's do you looking know him? for friends. Do you know him? No, I don't oh. know. Yes, I do. I'll bring him over. Yeah, you should think. come. Yeah, you should yeah, do your show. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Um, yeah, he was, uh, he used to, he was a coach of one of my improv teams. Oh, really? Ten years ago. Oh, my God. Like, uh. when they were still doing the convoy tear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those are the days. I know, right? Uh. When improv was actually improv, am I right? Oh man. Um, cool. That's all. That's all my great. That's all my statuses. So does that? Does that the idea of that? Uh, that's perfect. Part of the show. Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea of like. Uh, let's take that line and see. Well, let's attack it mapping wise. Mm-hmm. Let's attack it character wise. Mm-hmm. Even attack it as a blackout or something like right. that, and see where the comedy lies. Well, it could I, go anywhere. And I think something that I find really interesting too is like it felt like your first thing is like, oh, here's this idea, and then let's kind of step outside of it and try to view it from somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. And my thing was like literally like, this is literally what's happy, happening. Yeah. And just trying to find the funny in that. So yeah, like yeah. two people look at the same thing completely different. Yeah, that's the idea. You yeah. Know? Uh, and then be able to accept each other's yeah. ideas is the trick of the writing room. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
Okay, here we go. So we'll cast it out. Do you can Billy see it, or do yeah. we have enough people? Well, to... there's three people: mom, dad, and Billy. Okay. Okay, Billy. So I should play Billy. You should Billy play Billy. That really? makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, okay. Tweety will be dad. I'll be mom. Okay. And I think any other characters, I'll read. Oh no, I'll read stage. Why not? Okay. Okay. Here we go. Uh, th- so this is a sketch from. Uh, I'm gonna mispronounce your name, but you guys will help me out. Brandon, I got that part. Uh, Gilbrich? Gilbrecht? Gilbrecht. What does Gilbrecht mean? I don't know. Oh, I thought you liked, uh, you made up. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I dropped the ball. Just a blowing I opportunity the there. Uh, <laughs> softball. Okay, it means, it means large gills. Thank you. <laughs> I think it was better than it's like, what? Uh, I don't know. Uh, anyways. <laughs> I was so self-conscious about fucking the guy's name up. I wasn't on point. Okay. Um, anyway, so Gilbrecht. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. Uh, uh, title of the sketch is We Just Love Our Boy. Uh, interior, dining room, day. Streamers, balloons, and crepe. What is that? Crepe. Crepe paper. Decorate the dining room. A mom, 30s, is sit- setting up a birthday banner, and her husband, dad, 30s, is helping her. Billy, 16, stands by to assist. It's almost time, bud. Your friend should be arriving in T-minus five minutes. Dad, mom, please, just don't be weird. You hear that, Dad? Don't be weird. You're weird, according to Billy. Son, Mom and I just want to say how proud we are of the man you are becoming. Oh, my Billy boy. We think you're a really great guy, and we're very proud of you. Thanks, guys. God, Mom. I still remember the day our boy was born. Please, not this story again. That beautiful day, this little guy just slid right out of me. When this big boy decided to catapult out of the smallest hole in my body. Oh, I think I remember. This is exactly what I was talking about. Please, please don't say anything about my birth. It's your birthday. Dad and I love to reminisce about it. You don't like it when Mommy talks about her vagina, do you? Of course not. You know, son, we knew you were special right at the start. Let me tell you. Oh, my God, please don't. Sixteen years and nine months ago, I was just starting out at the ad firm, and I, I, I had just met your mother maybe two weeks before, but we knew right from the start that it would be forever. We really did, didn't we, honey? Your mom had invited me over to her place. Please stop. She was still living with your popo and Mew Mew. She took me up to her room. She slips out of this really knockout red number. She looks so fucking hot, kid. Still does. So she slips out of her dress and lies down on the bed. That bed creaked like nobody's business. Papa and Mima definitely heard us that night. They high five. I'm going to leave if you don't stop. This is so gross. Just a second, bud. This is a sweet story. So I'm just going to town on your mom. She's loving it. And I'm feeling that feeling. I'm sure you know. Dad, I want you to know that this is how I'm going to remember my birthday forever. That's great. So I'm there, and I'm creaming hot jizz right (laughs) into your mother. But unlike so many other jizzes, I know that this jizz was different. It was special. It was your dad's special. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. So very special. It had you inside it. Our little man, our Billy. It's a day I could never forget. And nine months and 16 years later, here you are. I'd never take back that orgasm for anything. And as wet and dripping as I became, I too felt the life growing inside inside me. His cum was that strong. I'm going to my room. I, I asked you not to be weird. No car, son. What? Let us tell our stories, or you can't borrow the car this week. <laughs> ah, fine. 
So nine months later, I'm sitting in stirrups. I've got your <laughs> tiny body inside me, and I'm ready for you to get out. She had a rough pregnancy, bud. I was ready to evict you, Billy boy. I had to pee and poop so much. I mean, you <laughs> tore out my body, and you you tore out of my body, and you weren't kidding. You literally ripped me apart. My butthole and my <laughs> vagina became one flappy mess. Thanks to those doctors for fixing you up. Two, two where there was one, right, Dad? <laughs> the doorbell rang. First guest, get out the ceremonial cake, Mom. What cake? Let me see it first. Oh, hush. It's birthday theme. It's fine. Dad lets out, or lets in the first guest, 16, and welcomes her warmly. Mom pushes out the birthday cake to display. It's a baby crowning, and underneath it says, Billy's first birthday. Dad and Mom read it in unison. Blackout. (laughs) Great. There you go. Good. Brandon. What is that? Thanks, Brandon. Four pages? Yeah, four pages. Is that one page too long for you? No, that's about perfect for me. For you, it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd even I'd even accept a, an eight page sketch. No, I'm kidding. About four. Four is what I aim for. Four yeah. or less. I'd like to start doing three pagers, but I just have a wealth of w- words. I guess I don't know. I'm not. Is that what it is? I don't know. You I'm sure not, you're not just long winded. <laughs> I think I might just be long winded. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what do we do? What do we so say? We so just, just break talk, it down. Yeah, yeah. We kind of break it down. See where there are any like glaring things that could help make it better or you know if he's on a right track on a good I track. guess my one critique is I like it I like the idea I got the game right, right. away mm-hmm. is how can we surprise it because it seems uh by the first page everything is predictable yeah right. you know and that's always the note that I always give in sketch is like the Hitchcock factor uh where's the suspense right mm-hmm. so does that make sense yeah for sure yeah yeah if you if an audience can gets ahead gets ahead of you, then they're not going to laugh as or at least for me. Yeah, if I, I get mean, ahead of it. I know I'm not going to laugh as hard. But when I get surprised, it's when it's like, ah, oh, okay, they yeah. really put some. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm trying to think like because you can get away with like one or two, but then you definitely got to subvert that last thing. Like I knew yeah, that yeah. the cake, I knew the cake was going to be something embarrassing. Yeah, we knew what was coming. Right, uh, uh, and I don't want to. I don't think we're we're here to rewrite it, but I would think. Well, what is a kid fighting for? Let him think that he wins. Right. Uh, sorry, sorry, son. This is your time. Then hit us with it. Does that right. make sense? Yeah. One of the notes I give in improv a lot is like if you're in an argument scene, be the first to lose the argument so that you can come back to win it later. Yeah. yeah. It's called the Secunda argument wheel. Uh, mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Andrew Secunda perform? Great performer on the swarm. But any point of contention that we create, he'll just, all right, okay, maybe you're right. And then I swear to God, 30 minutes later in the show, he'll come back to win that argument. Uh, uh, so I guess that the idea of callbacks. You know? Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does the, um, so I have a question. If I was, so one of this, and I, I know I have difficulty when I write as well, is making the straight man. So what's, what's, I mean, if you're a normal kid, like just put myself in this Billy shoes, I just walk out the door. Like, the yeah. car thing comes into play in page three, right? Yeah, Why yeah. But that's not a, I guess, like, that's not even a strong enough reason for me to not want to leave the room. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, Maybe, yeah. maybe yeah. not. But it comes in, like, why wouldn't he just immediately, as soon as my mom starts talking about my dad jizzing inside of her, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. care. Fucking, you, you, I, and I'm, what I'm saying is, like, there, maybe it's just a change in location fixes that possibly right possibly yeah well he's got to stay here right right? i guess because kids are coming or his right whatever's coming 
is this the first time he's heard this or has he is this a story that he hears all the time? I think there's a line where he says, Not this again or something like Yeah, please. So not maybe this story to him again. he's, you know, oh, it's been insensitive. Right. As Billy, I've heard it a thousand times before. Not this again. Yeah. But then, and then everything's about motivation. Then why are these parents saying this? Yeah. Like, what is their right. justification? For, yeah. For saying this, why do they can't like this? Story? If they say yeah. it all the time, why are they saying it this time again? Right. Yeah. And Billy, like the straight man, like like the straight man, he kind of just like takes it as it comes. He's like, no, not this again. Not. Why yeah, am I yeah, doing yeah. This? Why am I doing this? Like instead of him being more active. And doing something. But That's a good. I agree, I approve mm. of that. Note. <laughs> I think the straight man is the noblest creature in the improv forest, <laughs> and I think a lot of people feel straight man is what? That's crazy. Right. All right. Uh, and then that's all they do. Mm-hmm. I think a straight man has a lot of stuff to do there. Right. A lot of foundation of why this is unusual, justification, mm-hmm. uh, creating the environment a little bit more. You know, doing other things. You can have more wants and desires. Right. Uh, uh, I agree. I got ex- he, the kid got excited about the car. Mm-hmm. I thought that was uh, uh, all of a sudden this kid has a little bit more than being a straight man in him. Yeah. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Like there's a reason why he wants that car, which then because then that expands the world of like, all right, this kid puts up with shit to get stuff. Like he puts up with his pa- whatever reason he creates for the parents wanting to recreate this story yeah. multiple times which is weird yeah yeah mm-hmm. but then he puts up with it because there's something else like if we know what that is that could potentially add stuff. yeah you can use that to make it yeah yeah and yeah. another thing that like i was thinking too when he was reading it was so like if my my dad tells a lot of the same stories about like mike larchek like i know all of his buddies names when he was in high school because he tells the same oh, stories sure, right sure, and they're great sure. stories yeah yeah but it gets to the point now where like i'll just finish the story for him oh yeah yeah like just be like hey you know you've told me this story literally every month for yeah. 37 years <laughs> um so would it not be funny then I, maybe not to have like billy finish part of the story yeah yeah, yeah. i was he, just gonna say yeah and i because my flash memory is like, i got an uncle uncle billy who i'm named after uh tells the same exact story and there was a time in my life where i'd say i've heard the story before but now he's so old i'm like tell that story again yeah kind of help him along mm-hmm. uh that's a yeah maybe he finishes the story for yeah him. and then you just came inside a mom and you're hot jizz and me <laughs> like yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe it's too far. Also, why are parents saying hot jizz? I have no clue. Yeah. <laughs> they really switched their dialect from yeah. page one to the, to the story. Isn't that right, mom? Yes, yeah. pop. Yeah. Hot jizz. Hot jizz. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Yeah. So one of those things need to change then, right? Either they need to I use so, yeah. or they need to be hot jizz parents from the get-go. Well, my first note was uh, they're in their 30s and he's 16. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That meant they had to have their this kid when they were like 15, 14, 14 something like that. But I think he handles that in the in the sketch. He talks about they were young, pop pop and Mimo yeah. uh, uh, were in the room, so they did have them a little bit young. But I did sense that they sounded a little bit older. Mm-hmm. I think they're just weird as shit parents. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what it is. And then also like there's like some specificity things like jokes. I think that were m- yeah like opportunities that were missed. Where if they would have said like. Um, if I can find an example where like all like a little like one word specific would have maybe made the joke hit a little bit harder. Oh, where? Um, let's see if I can find them. And also be consistent with the way you spell come, man. You spelled it C U M ninety five percent of the time, and then once or twice it was spelled C O M E and it really threw me off. Yeah. 
Um, that's your problem. That's, that's, <laughs> that's huge. the glaring. Yeah. Says the guy who just recently <laughs> sent a resume out with glaring spelling yeah. errors and stuff. Luckily, my buddy was one of the guys that was in charge. And he sent it back. He's like, fix these. <laughs> Fucking spelling errors. Yeah. Um, Brandon, keep spelling come two different ways. <laughs> you spell come the way you want to spell come. The incorrect way. Yeah. It's C U M. Um. <laughs> I don't, uh, don't want to like waste everybody's time, but I, I do I just maybe go back through it once and look for things where like instead of saying car, you can say Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo. I'm always a fan of that. And it happened to me once on stage years and years ago mm-hmm. where I said uh, in a swarm show, all right, kids, hop into the Windstar. We're going to go. And the whole audience laughed. And it's like I stopped. It's like, why did they laugh? And I, somebody in the front went, <laughs> Windstar. And it's like, oh, they see it now. Yeah. They yeah. see the car. And it yeah. tells what kind of like what kind of person you are that owns yeah. that. Yeah, because yeah. as, as soon as I say Windstar, I see a brown, beaten up van mm-hmm. with one of the doors that's kind of a little jiggly or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And then uh, Chad Carter and I, when we were riding together, we were trying to think of, we were improvising or something. with like, what's the next car that's funny? We know Miata's funny, yep. but it's kind of played out. Mm-hmm. And we both agreed that we thought Lumina was going to be the next funny name for a car. Mm-hmm. So in an improv scene, it's like, let's get into the Lumina. Nothing? Not like, it's like we're expecting <laughs> yeah. a huge laugh or something from that. Right. I think the specifics make the audience see the scene more. That's, mm. a great, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think, and that's one of the things about sketch that uh, it's hard for me to watch is because I think a lot of times people will put on a wig. Here, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to bitch. I'm going to bitch right now. Okay, good. People just wait. put on a wig or a mustache and think that's all they need for the sketch, and then they won't write the specifics that the audience needs to have empathy. Right. Right. And the great thing about long form or what I teach in long form, what the difference between long form and short form is the empathy factor. The uh, uh, the fourth wall is up. You've got to be very specific and real so the audience can believe that. Mm-hmm. I always use the term dad in the back row factor. Dad's watching your show. Spent a lot of money on your fucking classes. Let's see what you're doing. And when you do stuff, he's got to go. I get that. I know what's going on. And now if you can make dad in the back row, understand what you're doing on stage and see that scene a little bit better, you've got them on board and then you can hit them with the comedy. Mm. So I think punching up, just don't say cars, say name of the car. Don't say college, say the name of the college. Mm -hmm. Always name everything. The audience starts seeing it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. There was a couple, there was a couple on here that I was just like, uh, that's uh, I'm I'm gonna take forever to just That's go great, through and find I, I, him because I've always heard. Um, yeah, I can't remember if it was a book, one of the it was either improv or one of the books they talk about. Uh, I don't know if it was Chris Farley who was really great at being specific, like just naming stuff. Yeah, you know, and I I always you know you always get that no like be specific, but I guess I was a van down by the river <laughs> is specific, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I live in my car is not specific, but right. I live in a van down by the river. Everybody goes, I know that guy. You know that guy, yeah. Right. Please don't let me be that guy. Right, but it's <laughs> but it's because yeah, I, I just now it's because I the specifics you visualize it and that just yeah. helps you believe it because yeah. I think part of what sketch comedy and I guess any comedy at all is just like whether you buy it or not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And however you can get people on your side. 
to exactly. buy it, yeah. the better, the easier it is for you to make them laugh. Exactly. It's the difference between, and this is the big thing about improv is ironic detachment, mm-hmm. uh, throwing comedy at people versus being in a scene and being in the comedy so that they can be in it with you. Right. Uh, and I honestly feel sometimes when sketch is done bad, or if you just worry about sketch, it's just a, a wig and a hat and something like that. Mm-hmm. And we just act funny and we're just presenting our comic ideas mm-hmm. and the audience doesn't, I mean, for me, a really good sketch show brings you into it with you. Right. Uh, uh, I didn't see Will's last show. I've seen sketches from it, but I want to see the whole show. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I'm going to tell you how great it is. Yeah. Uh, uh, have you seen it? What was it? Uh, un, uh, un, Will Hines' is? Yeah. yeah. Uh, un, not Unreasonable Man. Uh, un, a Surely Defeated Man. Or something yeah, like that. yeah. yeah. Uh, well, sure, just the title tells you yeah. what this scene is about, you mm-hmm. know, and I've seen scenes from it. It's like, yeah, that's brilliant sketch comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so good that I don't even need to see it. <laughs> uh, uh, it just brings you on board. You know that guy. You mm-hmm. sometimes, on your way home, you ask yourself, am I that? guy yeah <laughs> that's sketch comedy yeah a you know, soundly defeated man a soundly defeated soundly man defeated. yeah 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 brilliant yeah fantastic um what, did you guys feel that the top of the sketch was could be trimmed did it feel like it took a little while to get to it or do you feel like it was paced about right it's a little bit i mean that's the thing about sketches it's all about exposition up front because it looks like the first game move is pieces oh yeah yeah that was my my first note yeah about that up front is let's go back to the first few lines uh what was it it's almost time bud your friend should be arriving dad mom please just don't be weird uh you hear that he thinks we're gonna be weird crowd like a lot of this you could probably just get right into like we're not gonna be weird yeah you know what i think that goes back to the hitchcock suspense thing don't say ahead of time that they're gonna be weird be weird and say you're doing it again yeah that makes yeah that that makes total sense yeah i mean because i'm thinking if i'm directing this a lot of this can be said with setting up the place for a party Mm-hmm. You know, whereas yeah. in improv, we have to say what we're doing and sketch. We can show what we're doing. So by hanging up uh, this, I think you can cut it down to a couple lines. Yeah. And then start talking about when I met your mother and go, nope, don't do that. You know, yeah. Get to a little bit sooner. That's a great idea, because in my head, because of the way it's presented on this paper, I felt like they were just standing there talking by the front door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas what you're doing is like a scene. It's active and moving. And oh it's the yeah, exact exactly. Same scene. And that's what a director and sketch needs. That's what they do. Right. A, a director literally provides vision. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, and that's how they should be seeing sketches. Like, how can this scene move forward? I know when I'm a bad director, I'm just focusing on musical cues. <laughs> when I'm a good director, I'm providing vision. Right. Yeah. 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 Great. Well, thank you, Brandon, for uh, sending that in. If you have a sketch, uh, anyone else listening, send it to foopod at gmail.com. That's F-O-O-W-P-O-D. At and Brennan, if you want personal notes, please talk to me, Sarah Claspel. <laughs> uh, I'll be walking around. Just come right up and talk to me. I'll know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, boom, Sarah. Um, so great, man. Thank you so much for doing yeah, this. Thanks for having thank me. So are we done? First... Or am I still online? We're still, I mean, still online. Well, thanks for having yeah. me. Yeah. You guys are great. Um, so you. seriously, check out Denny's. They're doing some great specials. Uh, <laughs> see what you can do. I am not that guy. You, nobody he believes you i know <laughs> i took this guy's gig <laughs> by saying i'm not that guy that's horrible um uh so people can reach you on twitter at at billy merritt 
Uh, I think that's it, right? Can you spell it? M E R R B I L L Y M E R R I T T T T two T two R and also Instagram Billy Merritt Instagram. Okay. You see a lot of bird and sandwiches. Sandwich. Also, I as many sandwiches. I got to get back into that world. I expected more from you than Jersey Mike's, and let me explain why. Because let me explain why. Okay. He's a fighting. It's a whole other podcast. Okay. Because if I said that I'm a wine guy, yeah, yeah. And I were to bring over like two buck Chuck, you'd be yeah. like, I thought you were a wine guy. Like I expect. Okay, two things. Okay, are you done? Um, are you done? I yeah, I'm done. Okay, uh, uh, a different wine for a different occasion. And also, I used to I hosted a wine show, a wine and cheese show. I used yeah to uh, go to it. Oh, you went? Oh yeah, but um, I, I did a TV show on it's on Hulu oh. called Uncorked with Billy Merritt. Uh, uh, and it's about learning about wine. Mm-hmm. And I did a thing about two buck Chuck, uh, and, uh, uh, it's cheap and it's the good taste. No matter what it right. works. I did a whole, uh, wine tasting thing and I would put that with, uh, Jersey Mike's. It's not the greatest sandwich in the world, but it's better than Subway. And actually mm. it's, there's a, a Jersey Mike's next to Subway's our sponsor. I'm kidding. Is it really? No, I'm kidding. Well, good, well, good luck with that. Uh, 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 Denny's is your sponsor. Denny's, uh, the subway's great. Uh, uh, it was next to what's the place? It's up on uh, Hollywood near the UCB Theater. Sandwich. Sand, oh, what's which the witch? Which yeah, yeah which witch? Yeah. Uh, so there's a Jersey Mike's and a witch witch next to each other. Mm-hmm. And I've been going back and forth, and I finally made the decision. I'm sorry. I like the Jersey Mike's Ooh. because. Uh, it's the their Italian sandwich. I judge every place by their Italian sandwich, and then I go from there. Yep. Uh, and they've got that their Mike's way, mm-hmm. which is uh, oil, vinegar, oregano, lettuce, fresh lettuce, fresh tomatoes, fresh onions. Mm-hmm. And when they do it right, it's got that very specific taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it the best sandwich in the world? No, not at all. Okay, but that's I what I wanted it. to hear. That can't. Mm-hmm. Of course not. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, What's the best sandwich in the world? Do you yeah. know that? Yeah. What? Um, my pot. mom's sandwich <laughs> peanut butter and jelly with homemade jam ooh okay well, well this is a new up podcast but here's yeah. something I, I like that idea okay. yeah. uh, I felt like I've discovered this for years but moms have been doing it is a peanut butter toast with fresh blueberries on top oh yeah oh wow damn it's like <laughs> nobody ever told me to do this my yeah. wife it's... is Russian mm-hmm. and her mom is like from the old country ooh. so all of our jams they my wife makes like fresh like she makes yogurt she just brought yeah. tomatoes just that bought... we're gonna make tomato sauce with oh yeah. my god you'll whole... never go back to smuckers oh uh, we'll never <laughs> i'll never yeah. go back to buying this is why are we talking about this people I'll are never, interested yeah. yeah i'll never go back to buying yeah. groceries from ralph's um, all right let's, okay yeah uh so where were we uh billy merritt on instagram <laughs> <laughs> billy merritt on twitter this is by far the most ra- like Diverging yeah. Yeah. we've taken I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's I great. had to go. I had it's, to do it. Um, okay. You can follow us on Twitter at Foopod, mm-hmm. um, where I told you where to send the, the things. Yep. That's it, right? Like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> Click the button below. Click the button. Uh, we don't have a tagline for fish out of water. Mm-hmm. We have yet to. We have yet one. to figure that out. So Is this something about a hook. Have you tried using the word hook? Well, that's up. To, see, that's where we come to ask you. Oh, okay. ask. Our, We're gonna ask our, if you come up, help us come up with a. Tagline. Tag okay, so say whenever you're ready, say your title and I'll give you the tagline. Okay. Fish out of water. What's the hook?
<laughs> Thanks, bro. Perfect. Works like as an old Jewish man. What's the hook? I don't get it. Is there a hook? You're like a fish out of water. What got you out of water? What's the hook? It's a lot to write. Yeah. Oh, is Six it? Sentences. <laughs> oh, it's not a tag paragraph? Yeah. <laughs> no, just awesome. what's the hook? That's it. Awesome. That's Thanks, all I got. Thank you. All right. Goodbye. Bye.